0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 372. An excerpt from the audiobook essential, essays by the Minimalists* by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus, and I'm Justin Mollick, your host and very own personal narrator for all things related to optimizing your life. And on this podcast, I find amazing authors, both bloggers and book authors, and I get permission to read them to you. And that covers personal development, minimalism, and more. And like yesterday, I'm gonna continue playing excerpts from the Minimalist audiobook, the chapter on gift-giving specifically, which is perfect with the holidays right around the corner. So with that, let's hear the audiobook as we optimize your life. An excerpt from the audiobook Essential, Essays by the Minimalists, by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. The Commodification of Love. There's always another holiday lurking somewhere around the corner, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Sweetest Day, Birthdays, Christmas. We've programmed ourselves to give and receive gifts on these and many other holidays to show our love for one another. We've been told gift-giving is one of our quote-unquote love languages. This is ridiculous, and yet we treat it as gospel. I love you. See? Here's this expensive, shiny thing I bought you. Gift-giving is not a love language any more than Pig Latin is a romance language. Rather, Gift-giving is a destructive cultural imperative in our society, and we've bought it, literally, hook, line, and sinker. We've become consumers of love. The grotesque idea we can somehow commodify love is nauseating. We often give gifts to show our love because we are troubled by real love. Buying diamonds is not evidence of everlasting devotion. Commitment, trust, understanding, these are indications of devotion. Gift-giving is, by definition, transactional but love is not a transaction. Love is transcendent. It transcends language and material possessions and can be shown only by our thoughts, actions, and intentions. Jonathan Franzen said it best, quote, love is about bottomless empathy, born out of the heart's revelation that another person is every bit as real as you are. To love a specific person and to identify with his or her struggles and joys as if they were your own, you have to surrender some of yourself, unquote. This doesn't mean there's something necessarily wrong with buying a gift for someone, but don't fool yourself by associating that gift with love. Love doesn't work that way. An irresponsible Christmas. It's easy to see when we've arrived at the holiday shopping season. Take a look around. The shopping malls are packed with herds of consumers. The storefronts are decorated in green and red. The jingly commercials are running nonstop. The holiday season has much to recommend it though. Each year around this time, we all feel that warm and fuzzy Christmastime nostalgia associated with the onset of winter. We break out the scarves, the gloves, the winter coats. We go ice skating, we go sledding, we eat hearty meals with our extended families. We take days off work, spend time with our loved ones, give thanks for the gift of life. The problem is, we've been conditioned to associate this joyous time of year, the mittens, the decorations, and the family activities with purchasing material items. We've trained ourselves to believe buying stuff is part of Christmas. We all know, however, the holidays needn't to require gifts to be special. Rather, this time of year is special because of its true meaning, not the wrapped boxes we place under the tree. There's nothing inherently wrong with gifts, but it's irresponsible for us to believe purchasing presents is a holiday requirement. Let's instead celebrate the infinite gifts all around us. Even without presents, we have everything we need to be jolly, merry, and joyous on Christmas. Ask for better Christmas presents. You know that time of year, it's getting down to the wire, just a few weeks left until the big day when everyone unwraps their presents, drinks their eggnog, and complains about what they did and didn't get for Christmas. We at The Minimalists have already written extensively about the gifts we like to receive, experiences, love, and time. We'd be remiss, however, if we didn't discuss the gift of giving, the gift of contribution. The old saying is true, it is better to give than to receive. We get so much more by giving. A few months ago, Ryan gave his birthday to charity and raised enough money to build a well in Cambodia. Instead of accepting material birthday gifts, he was able to gift clean water to more than 250 people who didn't previously have access to it. Perhaps you can do the same this Christmas. Instead of requesting gifts, you can ask people to donate to your favorite charity in your name. Don't have a favorite charity? Consider asking people to donate to charitywater.org. They make it easy for you to set up your own page, and 100% of all donations go to bringing clean water to people who need it, people who might die without it. Wouldn't that feel better than a new necktie, a new pair of shoes, or a new piece of jewelry? The worst Christmas ever. It's Christmas day. Little Andy tears off wrapping paper to reveal Optimus Prime. He smiles as the large robot toy comes to life with flashes and beeps. Andy's parents' expressions, however, are more pained grimaces than smiles as the toy twirls away. A few minutes later, Andy discards the toy and begins unwrapping the rest of his presents, extracting each box from under the tree, one by one, some long, some tall, some heavy, some light. Each box reveals a new toy, each shred of green and red wrapping paper, a flash of happiness. An hour later, however, little Andy is crying hysterically. Based on his fits, this has undoubtedly been the worst Christmas ever. Sure, Andrew received many of the things on his list, but he's far more concerned with what he didn't receive. The toys in front of him simply remind him of what he doesn't have. Sounds childish, but we do the same thing. We look at things around us and want more. We covet the neighbor's new car, the coworker's new clothes, the friend's new iPhone. What if Andy was happy with the toys in front of him? What if we were too? You just listened to an excerpt from the audiobook Essential Essays by the Minimalists by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. And hopefully you found today's and yesterday's content helpful when you're considering gifts for the holidays. And really quick, if you wanna be in drawings to win their books and more, just make sure you're on my weekly newsletter email list. To join, visit oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there, or you can text the word optimal to the number 44222. Either way works, you'll get a bunch of free spreadsheet tools from me that I built just for you. One includes a video tutorial. And you'll be in raffles to win books that I hand pack and mail to you myself. And that's it for episode 372. It's a whole week past the one year mark. Crazy how fast time goes. Have an awesome weekend and I'll probably play this book for you tomorrow. Most likely the last time for a while. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance.